I'd like all of you to remember a little clip from the Last Supper. And here it goes. Jesus is with his disciples, and he says, one of you is going to betray me. And they all look around and say, it's not me, what, what, what? And then at one point in time, Peter, in the Gospel today, says, well, not me, Lord. I'll never do that. I'll be with you till the end, and I'm going to be faithful and loyal to you. And then Jesus said, Peter, you won't deny me, will you? Before the rooster crows, you will have denied me three times. And guess what? It happened. And after Peter had denied Jesus three times and the rooster crowed, he went out and wept and cried and cried and cried his eyes out. Okay, fast forward to the gospel tonight. There's that little meeting that Peter and Jesus had after breakfast. And he said to Peter, do you love me, Peter? And Peter goes, well, yeah, I do. And you heard he asked him three times. But there's one thing that we don't quite hear in that gospel that's there. And when Jesus was saying, Peter, do you love me? He was saying, do you really, 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 really love me? Do you love me before anyone or anything else? And then Peter, when he said, yeah, I love you, Lord, he said, yeah, I can be friends with you, Lord. I'm a friend with you. No, Peter, and then Jesus said, no, 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 no. Do you love me more than any of these or anything or anyone in the whole wide world? And Peter couldn't quite get there. He'd say, I'm your friend, I'm your friend, I'm your friend. But one day Jesus said at the end of the gospel, you will love me more than anything else or more than anyone else. In fact, you'll give your life up for me. He was crucified upside down, and that's how he died. Okay, so that's what Jesus was saying to Peter. What's he saying to us? Each and every one of us are receiving the same question. Jesus says, do you love me more than anyone or anything else? Whoa. What if we say no? But if we say yes, does that mean that we have to love Jesus more than our parents, and we forsake, we get rid of our parents, or our brothers and sisters. Okay, sometimes we might want to get rid of our brothers and sisters, but you know, that's another story. Or that we love Jesus more, that we have to get rid of our pets, or our stuffed animals. How about our smartphones? Or a basketball, football, Nintendo, a PlayStation? Is that going to have to happen? If we answer yes, Jesus, I love you more than these? You want to know the answer, or should I just stop? All right, I'll tell you the answer. Love Jesus more. He's not asking you to get rid of people. He's not asking you to necessarily get rid of things. He's not necessarily asking you to throw away your leotards and your band instruments or the chimes that we have tonight or a basketball or a volleyball. But he is asking this. He is asking this. Will you love me more than anyone 
or anything else. Now, wait a minute. Is Jesus being too demanding? Is he being mean? Is he being selfish? Is he trying to make us suffer and make us hurt because of that? No. Here's why. Here's why he's asking this. He wants you to be in heaven with him. And for us to be in heaven with him, we need to choose Jesus over everyone and everything else. We love him more than everyone or everything else. And, and this whole thing of, 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 of loving Jesus more is to making other things less important in our lives so that Jesus is front and center. That's how he prepares us for heaven. Not in a selfish way at all, because we can't take the things with us to heaven. You can't take your basketball or your Nintendo to heaven. It's going to stay here. And so there are things that we have to say are less important. And Jesus is the most important in my life. Now, you know, that's kind of like a journey. That happens through life, where we, we, we learn that over and over and over again. And, and I think that Peter did, because all Peter could say in that scene was, I'll be your friend, Jesus. I'm a really good friend. But by the time he died, he gave everything to Jesus. He gave everything. And he had family. He had friends. He had the church. But he put Jesus first. And that's what he's asking of all of us, whether we're two or 102. Now, he's going to help us with that. And I'm going to flip up to the first part of the gospel reading. Did you notice that he cooked breakfast for the disciples? He had the loaves and the fish. And that's kind of a, a, a clue to us that really what he's talking about is the Eucharist the body and blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. Tonight, Jesus is preparing a meal for us to eat. He's giving of his whole self to us, his body and blood, soul, and divinity in Holy Communion, which our second graders will be receiving for the first time. He's giving everything of himself to you and to me to support us, to help us, to inspire us, to lead us, to love him more than anything or anyone else. Not because he's selfish. Do you call dying on the cross being selfish? No way. It's because he's so giving and he wants us to be like himself, giving of ourselves to him and to one another. So every time, my friends, every time that we come to Mass, I think we hear that question from Jesus. Do you love me more than these? And we can answer him. And every time that we come to Mass, we receive the answer. We receive love itself. Jesus, his body and blood, soul and divinity to raise us up to him and to help us to live the life that he wants us to lead. He's always ready to prepare a meal for us. So today, tonight, let's have 
breakfast for supper and feast upon the gift of eternal life, Jesus himself.